back to the Nerd Variety Podcast. I'm Hannah, and I'm joined by Hunter. Hi. And Josh. What's up? Uh, and this week, we're going to be talking uh, both amongst ourselves and to you guys about our favorite sort of hidden gems, those things that are underappreciated or not as well known as we think they should be. Uh, so I'm excited to hear what you guys uh, have to offer this week. So I just found a gem hidden in my room. Oh, never mind. Do you want to talk about it? A, 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 a gem. Is this a physical or a media gem? Well, it, it's, uh, you know, it has some workout equipment and it has some weights and uh, an elliptical. Is it about um, this big? Is it about this big? Is it over there? Is it this, oh this part of your room or is it on that side of your room? Yeah. Okay, nerdy gems. No, no workout gyms. That's like the opposite of what we want to be doing here. Yeah, fine. fine. <laughs> so, do you have any nerdy gems to share, Hunter? Uh, possibly i know you've had a really hard time with this topic i have because i don't know what's obscure and you know it depends on what group you're talking about because to some people any like video game is obscure some people any show is obscure any movie anything like that but uh, i have a list of possibilities uh the first the first on my list here because i actually wrote down a list so i didn't forget um one that i i'm pretty sure i'm pretty confident this is obscure uh it's an animated movie i don't know exactly how old it is uh but it's interstellar 5555 have never... you heard of it <laughs> no I, I have not heard of it no so it's an animated film that's kind of a musical actually it, it is a musical uh based on it of the songs in order of the Daft Punk album Discovery. So it that's the one if you're familiar with Daft Punk, um that is not obscure. Let me yeah, just clarify. No, that doesn't count. Okay. Um the song it the it, and if you don't know exactly the album Discovery, it's the one that has uh one more time on it which is probably the most popular song from there. I, I know every song from there. I know pretty much every every song by Daft Punk. Clarification, uh, I have heard of this. I just watched it last last year. Okay. So did you just not remember what it was or? Yes. I recall uh, one more t one one last time it being, you know, basically. Yeah, that's a, pretty much how they open it. A, a short, you know, a movie and a very good movie, very electric. Yeah. Yeah, it's, again, the whole thing, I, I really like it. It's weird. <laughs> and, uh, again, it's, it is, uh, like, a, a, it's a musical in the sense that there's, I'm pretty sure, absolutely no talking. Okay, well, that would be closer to an opera or an operetta, technically. Well, also, I don't think the characters really sing. As far as I remember, it's been a while since I've seen it. So it sounds kind of like a just a really long animated music video. Kinda, yeah. Hmm. Is there a, a plot? Oh yeah, there's definitely a plot. Uh, 
it's a weird one too but and that's what makes the just the whole movie so weird is that like you you can pretty much you pretty much piece it together without any words or anything and that's one thing i love about it is because you know it's all told through the music and the music isn't like in a musical or opera format like it's just you know it it just goes and you kind of have to piece to get you know match the the visuals with the music and kind of put the story together it's good. I that would makes recommend. it almost sound almost more like a ballet. Kind of. Where like it's. I guess. I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to understand what that even would look like, and the closest thing I can think of would be, you know, having music and characters and a plot, but no one ever says anything. Yeah, there's there's not a lot like it. Um, Have you seen Fantasia? Hannah? It's been a long time, but yes, Fantasia. Okay. But, all the, but, the, but the plots are, but it's the same story being told in each, hmm. each different song. Interesting. What's it called one more time? Interstella 5555. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, it's, yeah, the closest thing that I could uh, probably relate it to, but if you're unfamiliar with this, then you're it's no help uh it's a lot like it reminds me of how gorillas does their stuff okay familiar with gorillas they basically have a whole story thing that goes through uh between like all their music videos but it's entirely you know animated and drawn Mm -hmm. so that's the band it's technically if you know gorillas is technically a fictional band in that sense so um yeah, it's kind of like that, except that's more spread out than Interstellar 5555. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I figured that was pretty obscure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it raises the question, at least in my mind, of like, why? Why not? Not in, not, I mean, yeah, not in like a skeptical, like, why would you do that? What's up? What's wrong with you? But just as in like, Why? Like, what is the point? Is there a point? Or is it, I guess, maybe. It's Daft Punk, but you get to have a visual experience. (laughs) And the visual experience actually goes with the the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. No, it sounds fascinating, but it's it's just... I would like to talk to the person who was like, that's a good idea. We should do that. And kind of get an an idea of, like, what their thought process was going into that. Because I feel like it's very non-traditional. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I guess that's what I mean by why. Yeah, it's one of the things I like most about it. Of course you do. Untraditional. Non-traditional. Josh, what are you at? Oh, let's see. I have this is a series on Netflix I've been watching. It's more of a, it's a kind of, a, I, I thought it was a TV series, but then it turns out it's actually a, a, a three-part movie. Uh, Godzilla. Okay. I mean, I know who Godzilla is. They've oh, made many I movies. I hope you know who Godzilla is. <laughs> There have been many. So movies. far, yeah. So far, it's not striking me as super obscure. Yeah, but think um, kind of a combination of, I guess, Jurassic Park, um, Attack on Titan, and maybe a little, but it mixes some Godzilla lore into it. Um, so basically, it's a, it's, it's a kind of a, it's a story of how humanity had to leave the planet because Godzilla awoke and destroyed, started destroying everything. 
and they were gone enough time to where they come, they, they find found a way back and they're desperate to get back because they want to get life back the way it was going. And they get back to the planet, the planet's kind of gone the way of Godzilla as in that the plants, the animals are all kind of like Godzilla and like that they're, they're all kind of armored reptilian. The plants are kind of, you know, can't really, they try to do a, um, I think machete through the plants and the plants like, like no, no machete broke or something like that. So it's just a very hostile uh, place. And there's a lot of cool, like human versus Titan kaiju fights uh, that she, or I also forgot Pacific Rim too. That's another good, you know, reference point. But it's really, it's a really fun show. They have a lot of debates because they're, they're wanting to save the, like, stay, stay um, together and fight this thing and want to keep fighting for Earth. They also have these different factions, these different humanoid creatures, these, this elf, this kind of elf-like, you know, high society, intelligent race that is kind of, kind of questioning everybody's, everybody's uh, kind of motivations. And then there's kind of this barbaric kind of warrior, smart, but still kind of warrior race that's wanting to, I guess, you'll, you see more of their intentions in the second, in the second film. And I need to watch the last one to see how it ends, if it ends. Oh, so I was, that was a really cool way to see Godzilla. So is it, you said it's a film series? Yes, it's a film series. Is it animated or? It's animated. Okay. Animated. Yeah. Oh. I, I think I actually have seen it, like seen it pop up on Netflix, but not actually watched it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's fun rock though. It's, you know, I like Godzilla, I like the how the theory I like thinking of how would you fight Godzilla? And you know, who doesn't like seeing Godzilla just use his giant laser cannon Godzilla yeah. breath to destroy <laughs> everything. Yeah. Hmm. I like Godzilla. I'm not as familiar as I feel like I should be with with all of the lore surrounding Godzilla. Um, just because I feel like, I don't know, he's, I feel like the Godzilla movies that we've had in recent years have not been very good. I haven't uh, really watched any of them. I would say the 2014 one was pretty good. It just kind of didn't take put enough focus on Godzilla. It kind of saved, it tried to save it for the end. Mm. But had a lot of like human stuff that i was like yeah yeah get, bring me the cop bring me the giant yeah isn't there one that came out recently yeah this year with uh billy bobby brown mm-hmm. uh, it was basically it was godzilla king of the monsters and godzilla was basically fighting I guess, 11 all, all no <laughs> that would be cool but they, he was fighting all of the other uh kaiju um mothra I can't remember the other ones, but there's another one that's like a three-headed dragon. Yeah, I remember I remember a lot of these characters from and I can't remember the exact name of it, but it, it was an older probably PlayStation or PlayStation 2 game. And that's where I remember learning about a lot of the characters. Yeah. And you're right, right now I, I know that one and I remember being excited when I saw it in the trailers and I even knew its name, I think, at the time. But now that of course I'm trying to think of it, I I'm blanking on it. I just, from what I've seen, it feels like just the same story over and over again. 
and and like every five or six years too it's not like they really let it rest and then bring it back i feel like every five or six years there's been a new godzilla or king kong or like something well they're they're building the whole thing about that right it's kind of like an mcu sort of thing yeah they're they're gonna like bring it to a head i don't think it gods the first king the king kong from 2005 or it probably would, that, that definitely wasn't part of the continuity. No. I don't know if I think the one from 2014, the Godzilla from 2014, is part of it. Mechanically, the first one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And they made Kong Skull Island, and they had now they have, you know, they had uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and those are going to lead up to Godzilla versus Kong, which is going to come out um, next year or 2021. Yeah, maybe I'm just not into it enough to appreciate um any subtle differences that there might be between the movies because i feel like they're all kind of giant monster and like sometimes it's a good guy sometimes it's a bad guy but it's all just kind of screaming giant dinosaur things it can be a fun way to turn your brain off that's true that's fair and i appreciate that about movies um but i guess maybe it's just not my thing but maybe check out godzilla because it does have some survival elements and kind of a, a human kind of you know man versus nature versus human man versus self you know conflicts yeah it sounds almost a little bit more i mean i guess it would be more sort of post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. in nature yeah. Yeah. but but i like the earth has gone native sort of apocalypse oh yeah yeah definitely native. Hmm. that does sound interesting Everything, so what everything can kill you or eat you or both yeah it sounds like a very intense jumanji i can see that yeah <laughs> just so when you I, said like all the plants are dangerous i i pictured the original like with robin williams and the giant flowers that'll eat you that's what immediately entered my head yeah what did you come up with hannah uh so i wanted to share with you guys uh i think i mentioned this before uh nethack maybe i didn't and maybe that would mention it to my D group because i was playing it while i was supposed to be playing D, and they got mad at me you probably mentioned it but uh does that mean i listened probably not probably not okay so uh nethack is a video game <gasps> yeah wow. i was delving into the world of video games i do play video games um that was actually created in 1987 um and in a typical 1987 video game sort of fashion it is insanely hard it's really really hard and if you die you have to go back to the beginning um yeah but you see you haven't played dark souls so you don't know what i have not played dark souls um have you beat dark souls yes that's really not as hard as NetHack. Yeah, I, I've beaten NetHack. No, you haven't. Yeah, you said you didn't even know what it was. Well, I, that's not what I said. You're paraphrasing. I got about halfway through the game, and I was freaking thrilled. Uh, and I called my dad to tell him, and he was shocked because I made it farther than he ever did, and he used to play it, like, religiously when he was a kid back in the 80s. Um. But it's a roguelike game, so you're running around and the worlds, the levels are randomly generated and stuff like that. Um, and if you die, you have to completely start over. Your dad's um, young. 
my dad is very young. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I think I, he was my age when I was born. 24? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would be. Because this is the year that he's twice my age. He's 48 and I'm turning 24 next month. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I love about NetHack is it's really simple to play, but really, really hard to master. Right? There's there's 50 levels of like the base game and then there's further sort of places you can go on the like different rabbit trails you can go down. Um, But like you have to be incredibly skilled and get incredibly lucky in order to actually win. Um, And I also really, you have to get very lucky. And I also appreciate that it looks very simple on the surface, but there's a lot that goes on underneath the surface, right? So um, I I have some pictures. I want to show you guys some pictures. um, I know, visual aids. uh, Be careful about what you show on here. Make sure it's not something that we can get dinged for with copyright. Is this okay? I don't know, is it? Yes, it's fine. (laughs) Because otherwise we may have to take this part out or i think it's i think it's fine (laughs) so this is nethack uh as you can see you just kind of wander around and you go upstairs and downstairs and there's a general store here so it looks like a very basic game you it's turn-based you fight monsters and stuff like that but they keep track of uh when was the last time you ate right how hungry are you if you get too hungry you'll pass out and die right how long has that corpse been sitting on the floor if it's been sitting there a long time it will kill you there's a lot of games that do that stuff now. It keeps track of your weight or how much you're carrying. Um, so I appreciate that it's... from Oregon Trail or... Do what? Did this, did this game take inspiration from Oregon Trail or... I don't think so. This was the, the real, the, the, the kind of real stakes that come into play. Uh, took in for inspiration from Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Timelines too. Eh. But it's cool, especially um, if anyone enjoys D and D, because it's the same sort of characters and classes that you see there, and a lot of the same monsters. Um, so the story of how my dad lost the game that he got furthest on—he got to like level seventeen out of fifty—and then tried to eat uh, a cockatrice corpse. Which, for those of you who know, will immediately turn you into stone. Of course. So. <laughs> just like in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I just think it's a really cool game. Say again? That's what we tell our kids, you know, don't, don't eat the... Don't eat the cockatrice. Yes, that's what I tell my kids all Don't the even time. touch it, or you will die. <laughs> I'm sure that's what all three of us tell each of our kids all the time. Because I was told that when I was young, you know. Tell I don't think any of us have kids. Oh, I know none of us have kids. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just think it's a really cool game. It's really hard if you're like up for a challenge and dumping hours and hours into not only gameplay, but research. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and like you can download it for free online. <laughs> so it's worth a shot. Uh, I have dumped many, many an hour into that game. Is it worth the price of free, though? It definitely. You will get hours of gameplay. Okay. Yeah. I think a couple months ago, I I want to say I played it for like three or four hours a day every day for two or three weeks. 
um, and still oh, wow. only got halfway through before dying because it's really hard. Oh, and I was so mad too because I like I had like really good armor. I had Excalibur, right? Like I had all these cool weapons and armor and stuff. I got down to level twenty three and I got pulled into a lake by a jellyfish and drowned. Wow, you suck. And I was just like, of all the things, like, everything can kill you. Uh, so, that's a Dark lot. Souls or Cuphead <laughs> inspiration from? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the, it's it's only one of many in its genre, right? So the roguelike game is all, they're all kind of similar where oh, yeah. you progress as far as you can and if you die, you're just kind of done, right? But there were a couple of roguelike games that I was considering for this list, but really, well, there's one in particular, uh, Rogue Legacy, which I don't know if that's really obscure. Again, I'm, I'm so bad. not familiar with it. No, it's not. It's not real. It, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right, uh, it is a it's a good game. Uh, I didn't get. Well, I haven't beaten it. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, it's a roguelike. It's it's fun. Uh, I played it on. I played it in college uh, when I was supposed to be paying attention to classes, um, and yeah, it's it's tough. And it's you get uh, very random characters because like uh, each new character is supposed to be a descendant of your previous character. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and you get, like, different attributes. Some of them are purely aesthetic. Like, sometimes you'll get someone that has, like, a really big head mm-hmm. and a small body or something. And uh, so it, it can be tough to figure out, uh, but it, it's fun. That wasn't one that I was going to really mention. <laughs> I was just thinking about it for a minute. Uh, however, I do have a couple – I do have a few video games that – I don't know what specifically to talk about. Some of them, again, I'm just, I don't know if they are really obscure. Again, I don't, it doesn't need to be obscure. I'm just looking for things that don't get as much appreciation as they should. Oh, well, then I have a lot for that list. But they need to be relatively obscure. <laughs> so, um, okay, how about uh, a recent game? somewhat recent um i don't really know how much attention it's gotten but uh what remains of edith finch oh i know that one yeah i just recently I played it uh i i actually finally ended up playing it because i got game pass and it's it's included in there and it's 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 really enjoyable i thought i i played through it twice and i wasn't really I wasn't really like going through it a second time, just like, uh, okay, let's get through this. Fine. Now it was, it's still a, a pretty enjoyable story. It doesn't really have a lot of replay value. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some, like, because, you know, if you're an achievement hunter, you may play through it a, a few times. But um, other than that, like, it's it's pretty straightforward. It's kind of a puzzle game, but none of the puzzles are really that difficult. Um, it's mostly a, it's mostly just a narrative game, but like you walk through uh, 
you kind of, you walk up to this house at the beginning and you're, you know, the character you start or you're playing as is telling a story and you go into this house, you kind of have to figure out how to get in. And then it's basically all the puzzles are about how you get into the next room and the next place. And there's like a whole, without going into too many, too many spoilers, um, basically I think your character, Edith Finch, is like the last person in the family alive. So like everybody else, like you, you're trying to fill out this family tree because like everybody else in the family had lived in that house and it got bigger and bigger. They added new additions to it over time, but there's like a, a family curse and everybody kind of died in very mysterious ways uh, to this like weird unknown thing. So you kind of go through reliving the last moments of every character uh, in the family, every uh, member of the family. And you kind of, you're filling out this like little family tree book as you go along. And it's, it's, it's really, it's weird and it's pretty cute. I think it's, Hmm? You figure out how they all died, or figure, or figure out the like how it all happened. Yeah, kinda. It's it's still pretty vague, which is something I appreciate about it. Like you can pretty well piece it together, but they're they're never really explicit about it. Yeah, I feel like what's really cool about it is because um, I'm I'm somewhat familiar. I haven't played it for myself, but I'm I'm more or less familiar. Is I feel like it's a really good representation of kind of like what the future of storytelling could be like. Cause that's essentially what it is, is it's you're, you're going through and you're actually walking through this story, right. And discovering the pieces yourselves and putting it together. So it's, it's a very non-traditional type of game, but I think that's what makes it really cool. And I'm, I really look forward to more things like that. It's like next level (laughs) interactive storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. A little more on the narrative side, focus on telling the story and like, you mm-hmm. know, having, instead of having to, everything have to be this big cinematic thing um, and make you, you know, use your brain without having to, you know, <laughs> not, and not so much your, your uh, thirst for violence. Right. Well, and I feel like it, it, because you're actually playing as the character and you are actually controlling them. It, it increases the amount of investment in the story I think that the player is likely to have, right? Because when you're just watching a movie, like, you can get emotionally invested and you can, you know, identify with the characters and all this stuff, but you're still mostly separate, right? But as soon as you are controlling the main character, like, that completely shifts. Yeah, and honestly, that's why I've always thought that video games as a medium is way better <laughs> way more immersive and everything than uh, film and in general there are obviously a few exceptions on both sides but yeah. so that's my second one uh, josh's turn me yes cool i have an anime that i just started uh cells at work i discovered it i was told about it and i looked up on crunchyroll are you guys familiar with Mm-hmm. I feel like I have heard of that, and I feel like I was told it was, it's very Osmosis Jones. Yes, yes. <laughs> very Osmosis <laughs> Jones uh, in the show that it was turned into Ozzy and Drix. But instead of, you know, a, uh, a white blood cell and a 
a cold pill working together, buddy cop thing. It's more of a, it's, de- it's still an unlikely pairing, but it's more of a, you know, there's a red blood, there's a girl, she's a red blood cell, and she's constantly trying to deliver her oxygen um, uh, shipment to where she has to go. But she's very, she's quote unquote new, and she keeps getting lost in the body. And there is a white blood cell that his, and that's just kind of like a, you know, gruff loner guy who goes, who goes around the, the body and try and attacking and killing whatever infection, bacteria, viruses is, is, is the villain of the week. Why, why does this sound like it's going to turn into a romance? I hope it Everything doesn't because I don't really have, that doesn't. I don't just with your description of the characters, it sounds very stereotypical anime. Well, well, if it's, it's an anime, it, and it could become, they could somehow twist it into a romance thing. I don't, I don't know. I can see but it, but aren't hopefully, they? I'm hoping it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. The only thing I can think of, I know you compared it to Osmosis Jones, but I don't know. The only thing I can think of now is the Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> and, oh, that's good. Yeah. Always Anatomy Park. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can think. I think this is a little more inspired by Osmosis Jones, and but you know a little more anime. You know, you know they're fighting tentacle monsters, and the viruses are zombie-fied, you know, cells, um, and you know fighting cancer. Yeah. Not hepatitis but, A. Or... I, uh, ugh, I, I, they, I do remember uh, Osmosis Jones where they, uh, no, Ozzy and Drake, so they fought, uh, I think they fought Hepatitis. Well, which, which one? Because one of them is the first episode, too. Which one? Because one of them is friendly, and the others. Oh, never mind. Going back to, to Rick and Morty. Okay. Hannah, <laughs> what's your second one? Um, this one was actually not on my list, but I decided to share anyway. It's not, I think that's it, not on the rules. It's well, not. sorry. I made the rules. I'm the one who came up with this episode, okay? Um, I think this is actually uh, already getting more popular, um, but it's still relatively new, so I wanted to share. Um, it's an anime uh, called The Promised Neverland. Okay. Um, it is... I'm about to tell you a synopsis that's going to sound very spoilery, but it's not. Okay. It's about these kids. Um, I know. It's about these kids, and they live in an orphanage. Right? Uh, and then one day, one of their, their younger siblings gets adopted, but leaves her one of her toys behind, so when the older kids run to return her to her, uh, they find her dead. She's been murdered because they're not actually in an orphanage. They're actually on a human meat farm. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and that's the first episode, which is why it's not spoilery. That's literally episode one. Is they're like, oh, wait, we're cattle. Cool. We can't hear Josh and he has something to say. My bad. I was thinking of something Peter Pan <laughs> related. Nope. I was nope. told that this. Oh, no. <laughs> nope but i really have enjoyed it um i haven't watched much of the anime um but i have i'm fully up to date on the manga because i'm a manga reader um i know 
Um, and what I really enjoy about it is in that first episode, they they take this extreme turn from this really cutesy, like, hey, we're all going to go play tag out in the yard and stuff like this to something more along the horror thriller lines. Um, and they play, they play on that kind of a lot because you have all these cute little kids. Um, but what makes it really, really cool is... They're all going to be eaten by demons, right? And the brain is the most delicious part. So they've been training these kids to be super, super smart, right? Which, a, no, <laughs> which turns the whole show into almost like this big strategic chess match between these this group of kids and the lady who runs the orphanage and the demons. And they're all trying to play cat and mouse and just think two steps ahead of the next people um and it's really fascinating and keeps you on the edge of your seat kind of the whole time yeah i tend to fall off when i'm on the edge of my seat. you might you might i will i will check that out where it's, can i find this show i think it's either on crunchyroll or in or funimation i think okay. it's on crunchyroll i don't remember it's on one of those um yeah. and i don't think there's a an english dub yet I don't know if they're planning on it. Um, there's an English sub. Yes, there's definitely an English sub. Um, and yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. What? I will check that out. It's good. It's a good I one. I finished uh, season three of Attack on Titan, so I'm kind of in the market for a horror, kind of a horror anime. Mm-hmm. anime. Yeah, it's uh, good. I, I've started a few different animes, and I just I don't get very far with most of them. Like, I... I've only seen a couple episodes of Attack on Titan. I've seen only the first season still of Castlevania. I haven't even started season two. And I watched like the first episode not long ago of Sword Art, Sword Art Online, but I haven't seen any more of that. So, and I tried Death Note once. Uh, there are some others, I'm sure, but I'm just... I don't know. I've tried. I enjoyed Death Note more than I thought I was going to. And I actually haven't finished it. Um, but I was expecting it, again, I was expecting it to be a, a horror type thing, but it does turn into sort of these mind games strategy sort of thing. Um, and apparently I'm really into that. Apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Um, I still have only seen, I think, one season of Attack on Titan. Because uh, I watched it when I was 13 and it was just like <sighs> the whole time. So I think I'm ready to like get back into it again 10 years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But season two is uh, like I think it's 13 episodes, and this last one is uh, two parts, but the 20, mm-hmm. but uh, back to 22, 23 episodes. Yeah, I'm generally not really affected by like blood and gore, but for some reason, the way that it's presented, yeah, it's pretty- Titan just really got to me. It's pretty intense. I think it was like, I distinctly remember a Titan like biting off someone's limb. And then I think it's the very first episode where they take um, the main character's mom and just like snap her in half. It was was like, uh, what Mm. am I watching? (laughs) I didn't ask for all this. Yeah. (laughs) Now I've also, I've watched, speaking of other anime, I've watched only like, two maybe three episodes of one punch man <laughs> which i like that it's got a i, I like its humor uh, have either of you seen 
uh, Cowboy Bebop? A little bit. Because I <laughs> haven't. Well, no, I'm, I've heard good. I've heard good. I things. know. I've heard that it's like one of the best ones out there. Yeah. So I need to watch it. Add it to the list. Always. Yeah, at least. Always. At least you're keeping a list. I just, I hear these things. And this is like whenever anybody tells me, go watch this thing, go play this game, or go listen to this band. I'm like, okay, yeah. I never get around to it. Because <laughs> I, I don't write it down, and I don't even think about it again after that conversation. But you guys will text me, probably. Or you. Uh, <laughs> you do you, man. Okay. We could, we could have a master just list. Add, just add it to your... Find something, just add to your Crunchyroll or Netflix or Hulu queue, and eventually you, you'll get around to it. That's that's my that's my train of thought right now. Yeah. That's why it's so frustrating when there's people like Hunter who are um, very much like you haven't seen such and such. Like, what's wrong with you as a person? It's like, do you realize how much stuff is out there? There's so much, and I don't watch a lot. There's yeah. so much that I don't watch. But like and trying to find something that's obscure. It's like, okay, this is something that's out there, but do people watch it? How and mm-hmm. you know, is it still is it good? And people, but people just haven't really paid it any attention. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think what might be an interesting, um, maybe maybe next time when it's my turn to pick a topic, we'll we'll do this uh, as sort of like a the the flip side of this conversation. Talk about the shows that we believe are classics right because i feel like many people would say friends is like friends like it's a big deal and i'm like ah, i've never seen it but star trek let me tell you right i don't um, know if i would call friends a classic i would say it's fantastic and a, a or like a must see kind of thing yeah a must see this would be a good yeah like i eat it's a cultural experience that you you have to partake in yes where i'm like yeah. doctor who <laughs> I have a one more. I'm not going to describe it at all, but one more recommendation. Um, John dies at the end. It's not on Netflix. Anymore, Heard about that? But it's worth a watch if you're if you've never seen it before and you want something to watch that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I've heard, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. But um, so next week is my turn, and I'm thinking of talking okay. about uh, some of the best. Or most iconic music and oh. video games. Because I like music and I like video games. So I think I'm excited for that topic. Yep. But uh, that's it for this week. So uh, this has been the Nerd Variety Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed. And until next time, live long and prosper. Bye.